no, seriously though, I think that willingness to get in there, get messy with it and make mistakes and try again is ultimately what makes us better crafters, what makes us better makers. I'm Amanda and this is Not Your Granny's Quilt Show. Welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be sharing with you the three best reasons to become a pattern tester. So let's get into it. All right, so I've talked about testing patterns before and I know I've shown them on here or talked about them, but we're gonna dive into this more in depth because I think it's been such a valuable piece of my quilting journey. So um, yeah, reason number one is that you get to meet your pattern testing heroes when you test patterns. I know for me, it was kind of a scary thought, but um, I saw one day that Katerina Rochella, she posted that she was looking for pattern testers and I've loved her fabric for so long. I love art gallery fabrics and her designs specifically. I just, I love them. So I was nervous, but I got a brave little wind and reached out and said, I'll test patterns for you. I love your fabric. I've, you know, held it dear to my heart for years and I would love the opportunity to work with you. And she added me to a group chat of other quilters who had said they would test pattern for her and the rest is history. Um, I've now tested four of her patterns that she's put out in the last uh, year and a half or so. And it has been worth every painstaking hour that I <laughs> put into it. And I only say painstaking because I procrastinated them, most of them, because that's just my jam, I guess. Uh, I work better under pressure. <laughs> no, I don't, but I think I do. Um, anywho, so um, her patterns, however, are not painstaking. She is really thoughtful in her in her patterns and how she writes them so when they come to us testers they're already really well written so i think um i hope that the final product reflects that to other quilters and they can see that the love and care that has gone into it into it has made it you know a good experience for them but anyway, I'm going to talk about the four patterns that I've tested for her and we'll put up pictures in the YouTube video. So if you're just listening, um, you can hop on over to the video to check those out or you can check them out on my Instagram um, or Katarina has also posted all of the test patterns um, or the test quilts from the patterns in her um, Instagram. So you can go check that out as well. Um, so the first the first quilt pattern I tested for Katarina was her Travaya quilt pattern. In this one, I used her Esoterra line. I had purchased it years ago when I was still a new quilter and just held on to it. I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do with it, but I knew I wanted it to be spectacular. And as soon as I saw this pattern, I thought, oh my God, light bulb, this is the one. So I did use that one and I very specifically remember thinking, oh my God, this is it. Because <laughs> in the pattern, um, along the top and bottom of the quilt, there are some spots where there's two 
you know, little two inch squares and right in the center of the quilt as well. And in the Esoterra line, there is a print that is just Triceratop heads like all over and they fit perfectly into a fussy cut two and a half inch square. And so I fussy cut all the Triceratops heads for that quilt and it was worth it. Oh my God. It turned out so good. I'm obsessed with it. It's been in the backgrounds of some of my other episodes. Um, I've talked about it a lot because I'm just, I'm floored that I could make something so beautiful. Um, and it's all thanks to good pattern writing. I think, you know, when, when pattern designers really care about the quilters who they're designing for, it makes a world of difference. Um, so that one came out, Travaya came out um, in May, early May of 2021. So that was the first one I started. Um, and the next one that she put out, she actually put out two at a time for the next release. It was Vibrato, which is the one I tested, and then Kellum came out at the same time um, with her line, her 20 line. Um, and it was called 20 because it was her 20th line of fabrics, which blows my mind. But the way that this woman creates art, I'm not surprised. Um, and this one, I, I used Esoterra as well. And I mixed in a couple of Marine Cracknell prints um, just because I wanted some more pinks in there. Um, I just tested a block of vibrato and it's mostly flying geese with you know rectangular strips in between the columns of flying geese and that was so fun to make it's a little table topper it sits on the end table next to our recliner in the living room so it's out and displayed all the time and I just I loved it it was really fun and that one came out in September of 2021 um and I just remember being a little nervous for that one because I had never made a flying geese unit ever up to that point. In, you know, four, four and a half years of quilting, I hadn't touched a flying geese unit. I don't know how, but again, it was easy. So, I mean, I don't know why I worked it up in my head. Anyway, um, that one's really fun, so I strongly encourage you to check that out because one, as a full quilt, it just has this amazing vibrational effect, which I think is why she named it vibrato, but um, yeah, that one's really cool. The third pattern I tested for her was the Zeliga pattern, um, which if you look at that pattern, or if you, even if you look up Zeliga, the word, um, it is... The traditional style of um, like tile work kind of in coastal regions and so in I was like freaking out because my family loves a game called um, Azul and that game is based on the tiles that Portugal is famous for and it's the same it's like all the same things Zeliga, um, Azul or Azulitos are Azul Leitos? Azulejos? I can't remember. <gasps> it's fine. Anyway, it's all the same kind of like blue and white inspired and the design of it. Um, so I got really excited about that one because I was like, oh my gosh, I love playing that game and I love that tile work and it's beautiful and this quilt is going to be beautiful. And it really was super gorgeous. Um, I loved that one. And that, but again, that was one I procrastinated. And so 
I really kicked my own self for that, but um, it turned out great and I, it gets displayed in my house quite often. So, and it's also been in the background of some of my episodes. I've talked about it a lot. You guys are probably sick of hearing about it, but I'm not, so you're welcome. <laughs> anyway, and then the, or did I say that came out in January or late January, early February of this year, um, 2022. So that one's out. And the last one I just tested is called Kelly Me. And so, like I said, when Vibrato came out, she had released Kellim as well. They were they were released together. So Kalimi is actually um, just kind of a revamp or a, a play on Kellim and it uses half square triangles and you know some rectangles and squares mixed in to create the patterns but it's just a different arrangement of blocks and, and organizing them so that they have that really traditional Kellim look. Um, I made the baby size. She has two baby versions and then a throw and a bed size and I made baby one um, it kind of has like a darker well you could do it however you want you, you know you can make the, the middles and the outsides lighter and, or darker lighter and then do the background darker I don't know I'm confusing myself <laughs> anyway you can kind of play with the color layout to pop out different aspects of the design which is really cool um, I kept the center and the outsides darker and then the background is a light gray um, and again I used esoterra because I had some of the darker colorway of the prints left um, just actually the perfect amount to make the baby version so I was like mm, it was meant to be um, and I think it turned out so great. It was really fun to make. It's really simple. Um, it's one you could whip up really quick. Even if you made a bigger one, I mean, you could bust those out really fast. Um, but yeah, so those are the four patterns I've made for Katarina or that I've tested for her. Um, I don't know how much I contributed to the test group, but I definitely learned a lot while I was testing and so that alone I think was worth it which leads me to the second reason you should become a pattern tester you get to meet other amazing quilters that you maybe would never have met before right so this time around there were some different testers in the group than were in the or original groups um, you know and some people came and went there's some tested one didn't test the next one but then came back and vice versa they kind of have come and gone um, but it was super fun just being exposed to different people's views different people's ideas and just seeing what everybody created from the same pattern right and I think that's the beauty of quilting is that you can make the same exact pattern as someone else but the quilt will look completely different based on fabric choice. And I just get so inspired by seeing what other people make and how they view a quilt pattern and what they see and how, you know, things should go together. And I just love that. And, and meeting people who quilt for different reasons. Some people have been quilting their whole lives. Some people are newer to it like I am, um, you know, just within the last six to seven years. And some people quilt as a business, some people just quilt for themselves, but I just think, I just think being around, you know, 
metaphor not metaphorically but like you know online even being around people with different views is so important because you get to see different side different sides of the world and and be inspired where maybe you didn't feel inspired before and it just took that one person's point of view to make you go oh my gosh I never thought of it that way so I think that too has been really valuable and just seeing like maybe something you know in the pattern I didn't think anything of it I was like oh yeah that's fine like I can follow that but then somebody will make a little comment where maybe it's not so terrible but they maybe were like, oh, you could change this or place this here instead. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's actually so much better. Where as I was going to be just fine with it, you know, they could see that it, it could be improved even more. And so <clears throat> I think that has also helped me be a more critical thinker when it comes to looking at a pattern or even creating my own patterns. Um, not that I do a lot of it, but but I have before. And, and I think this just gives me the, the courage to to be more thoughtful as I'm working through patterns and, and trying to actually make them work better for myself as, you know, for how my brain works and how I see things. And so that's been really cool um, part of it. And I think, again, it just, it builds up our community because you're connecting to people and you're sharing ideas. And I think where you share ideas and share your creativity, that's where good things grow. So that's been really cool really cool and that leads me into my third reason for becoming a pattern tester and that is that you get to grow your skills and your knowledge so not only are you growing the community by creating connections with other quilters you're growing your own skills and your own knowledge base and so that in turn helps the quilting community because when you're out there doing new things and sharing sharing your learning or sharing the new stuff that you've that you've tried I think it encourages other people to do the same I know I was really nervous to start I was really nervous to start testing and you know I I kept second guessing myself and trying to talk myself out of it almost like you don't know what you're doing you're too new of a quilter how do you think you're gonna even help this person who you idolize but really like we're all just human beings right as much as I've as I've, you know, put designers and pattern and fabric alike on this pedestal, like they're still just people like me, right? And you, um, they have relationships, they have struggles, they have triumphs, just like everybody else. And so I think it's kind of the same with like celebrities, you know, um, we just have to remember that they're just people too. And they had to learn somewhere. And if they're asking for help from pattern testers, like that is such an awesome thing. Like the humility to say, I don't know everything. And I would love to know what other quilters think about this before I put it out to the public and try to make them think I know what I'm doing. Like, I love that collaboration and that feedback and and also the push to learn new skills. I think having that community of people doing the same thing, you know, if somebody's struggling with an aspect of it, then there's lots of people to, to bounce ideas off of or say, oh, hey, I did this to, you know, remedy that. Or I noticed that too. Like what is a good workaround or just being able to talk it out with people. 
that I think also grows your skills because just by asking for help, you're going to learn new things and maybe not everything is helpful to you personally, but just the ideas are getting out there and problem solving is happening. I think is like really important, uh, just as human beings in general, but also in learning to quilt and, and gaining experience. I know for me in my experience testing, there's some stuff I never would have done. Well, I shouldn't say never. There's some stuff that I hadn't done yet up to that point and maybe wouldn't have done for a lot longer if I hadn't commit, made the commitment to test a pattern and to be rigorous and, and give it my best shot and kind of that feeling that somebody was relying on me to help them out pushed me to be more brave and um, try new skills. And so because of that, I'm real good at making flying geese. I am not afraid to try new patterns and take something that might look super complicated and break it down to its smallest parts and go, oh, I can do that. And really, I think that's all it takes is a willingness to get kind of get your hands in there and get kind of dirty with it and, um, you know, fuck around and find out, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, though, I think that willingness to get in there, get messy with it and make mistakes and try again is ultimately what makes us better crafters, what makes us better makers. Um, you know, you're not going to be perfect or immediately good at everything you do. And, but just that willingness to try it out and, and then say, well, that failed and here's why, and then do it better the next time. And I think that's what this has encouraged for me. And hopefully it encourages that for other people as well. Just understanding how quilting works better and understanding better how patterns work or what goes into writing a pattern. Um, it's not easy. It's not a simple thing. And I have even more respect for people who, who make design and write patterns for quilters because there is a lot of thought that goes into it. There's a lot of details that need to be in those patterns. And if they're missing, it makes it really hard. <laughs> I followed some patterns recently that were not really well written and it was really frustrating. And I think I got spoiled because I had been making so many Katarina patterns and you know, if we're making quilts for clients, sometimes they send us a pattern they want, or we just kind of make it up or use one that we've as kind of tried and true that are basic, but get the, get the design across that they want. Um, but this has really, yeah, just pushed me to, to do new things and try, try harder stuff. And get me out of that rut of making everything out of half square triangles. Although Kalimi, Kalimi is half square triangles, I think it's just the design, the layout. I've never really tried anything besides, you know, a starburst or a herringbone, really. You know, those are the two most used half square triangle <laughs> layouts I've used, but, um, I just put a new perspective like, oh, right. I forget that using half square triangles, you can do so many things. And yeah, it's, 
it's good for branching out your learning and, and knowledge and just growing as a person, which is always highly encouraged by me. So yeah, that's what I have for you. The reasons, the three best reasons you should become a pattern tester. Just get out there, reach out to your pattern designer heroes. And the worst they can say is, no, I'm not accepting testers right now. Okay, cool. You can go back about your business and keep making the quilts you love and keep admiring that person because they're doing the dirty work that maybe you don't want to do. <laughs> I know I don't want to write patterns for anyone. I'm happy to test patterns for, for other designers, but it's definitely not my skill set. So I really appreciate those who who do it and put the time and work into it. And um, I think testing patterns just makes you a better quilter. It gives you new skills. It helps you, you know, grow and encourage positivity in the quilting community by creating better patterns for, for quilters to follow. It makes it, easy, you know, an easier entry for people instead of having all these crazy patterns that are written on scraps of notebook paper and then handed around, you know, I don't know if that happens, but <laughs> I just imagine, you know, that's how some patterns got shared around in the olden days. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, just reach out, get out there and try new things. It's good for your brain. It's good for your heart. It's good for your mental health. And I think that's the most important thing. All right, well, thanks for joining me today. I hope that this encourages you to reach out to your favorite designer and test a pattern or two and push yourself to do new things. I love you, thank you for being here with me, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.